And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. I have my good co-host and friend Rossi with me, but I also have my good friend Vengeance Media, Matt from Vengeance Media. It's been a while since him and I did a show together. And last time we you actually saw him, we we actually did John Wick Chapter 4. So now we're going to be talking about Saw. So yes, there will be blood, and let's play a game, and let's go on ahead and see if we can get out of this warehouse. And hey guys, how's it going? Going good. Yeah, it's good to be back. <laughs> it definitely is, man. It's good to have you back on here again. It's also good for Rossi to be able to meet you for the very first Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Because I've been making out, I, I tell her this all the time. Every single time I see one of your posters, it's like I have to get one of those posters too. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we did have a quick discussion before we went right. live that I will be shipping some posters over to you uh, if, okay. if when you need one. So, yeah, okay. it's very nice to meet Rossi. And it's nice great meeting to meet John. John was saying, Look, I'm going to be reviewing Saw with my friend Rossi. Um, do you want to join? I was like, Saw is one of my favorite franchises. Count me in, buddy. Even though <laughs> okay. it's uh, nearly two o'clock in the morning here, I will stay up and oh, talk damn. about Saw. Damn. Have a good time. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. I, I hope that you had your double espresso, and we're going to be going on ahead and doing a deep dive into Saw. This is going to be scene by scene. But yeah, this actually had a budget of $1 million. It also made $1.2 million at the box office. Not only that, but this is also James Wan's first film that he ever made. And this is actually one of his passion projects that he had coming out of the gate. And a matter of fact, too, he comes out of college. He decides he wants to make a film. He doesn't have the budget. So what does he do? He winds up running a warehouse and filming everything in the warehouse and trying to cast the crew. And he gets this Toby Bell, which is a background uh, actor that he just happened to find. And next thing you know, it he winds up being in a Saw franchise. Awesome. But my question for you guys is, what was it like for the very first time for you guys to see Saw? And then after that, I'll go into my first time. Okay. Um, okay. So my first time was um, when it came out. And uh, I was really excited because, like I was telling you guys, this was something that was different. It was a different type of horror film. And uh, there wasn't a killer, you know. Um, it was a game, which was something uh, new to me with horror films. And uh, so, I, so I was excited. I couldn't wait for it to come out. And I was so thrilled when I saw it. I've seen it so many times. I enjoyed it. It's new every time you watch it. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I, I, I always find something new with Saw every time I watch it. Even, you know, not just the first one, but the, the others, the other oh. films. I always find something new and clever and be like, wow, this is incredible. But no, I think I rented it on DVD. Was had a few friends over, had a few drinks, had some snacks. And I was just blown away just by how like sort of game changing this movie was for the horror franchise because everything pre Saw was all, you know, slashes and and paranormal, demonic. Right. Um there wasn't a lot of torture. So the whole <laughs> the whole torture mixed in with the games. I was like, what? This is incredible. Like, and it makes you feel like you're in that situation when you're watching yeah. them go through it. You're like, mm -hmm. you picture yourself in that situation to what you would do and what emotions that you will be going through your head at the time. And yeah, it's it's just a, a chef's kiss. It's so good. Absolutely. So, 
It definitely is, man. Like, okay, the very first time I've seen it, I actually bought it on DVD. I fell in love with the trailer, of course, and that's what made me be enticed enough to actually watch it on DVD and buy it. So I bought it, and I was just, like, on the edge of my seat the whole entire time. I was intrigued with the characters. It was a one-room scenario, which I love. And the way that they were introduced to the characters for the very first time and everything is just like how they were introduced to each other for the very first time. So we're actually interacting with them. So it actually feels like a cinema type of feel to it where we can actually not relate to them, but basically be in the same room as them and feel the same danger as they do as they're going through this. So I definitely enjoy this kind of filmmaking. Like Matt said too, we had slasher movies. We had uh, demons. We had everything that you can name of, but you didn't have something like this that was original, authentic, and something that kept us going. And this is actually one of those franchises that feels like a jigsaw puzzle that you're trying to fix and try to figure something out. That's what makes you come back for more. So that's what I like about it. I see what you did there. A jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> yes. Going back to what I said about renting. Yes, kids, if you're watching, we used to rent. Yes. We used to rent DVDs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it was exciting to, to go store. into the Blockbuster <laughs> and, you know, get your overpriced popcorn and your overpriced candy, you know, and yeah. rent. I mean, we rent like so many movies, you know, over the yeah. week so we can sit and watch it. A lot of them would be horror films or comedy. That was our thing. Horror films or comedy. Um, but the opening scene I saw when, you know, when you're in that mm-hmm. room, you know, and they're chained up when we get to that part. I remember being so excited about that because just even that opening part with him being chained up and the other guy and they they don't know what's going on, how they got there. Which, and, and, and like you said, as far as like we're experiencing it with them, you know, like mm-hmm. you're looking around the room. I mean, I knew I, I was. You know, every, every shot that they would take of that room, you're looking at the mirror because you're trying to figure out a way for them to get out as well. You know, exactly. and, and the, the key in the tub, you know, well, that's later on. But just something like that, when you find out that a lot of answers are in that freaking room and it's just it's the, the torture of it. Like Matt says, it's it's awesome. It's so it really awesome. is. <laughs> it's awesome being tortured by Jigsaw. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. Harder, Jigsaw. Harder. (laughs) So with that being said, let's get it on with some torture. Uh, So we have a photographer named Adam. He awakens in a displayed bathtub with his ankle chained to a pipe. Across the room is oncologist Dr. Lawrence Gordon, also chained between them, is the body of an apparent suicide victim holding a revolver in a um, recorder. Both men find a tape in their pockets, and Adam retrieves the recorder. Adam's tape urges him to survive, while Gordon's tape orders him to kill Adam by 6 o'clock, or his wife Allison and his daughter Diana will be killed. So I like the suspense of it as soon as you see this, because it starts off with a dark room. You don't not sure where they are, Just and it's like we're waking up with them. It's like, oh, shit, I'm in this room with them. How do I—what's going on here? And I like how he goes, how they both wake up. And he's waking up in that, Adam's waking up in a bathtub and everything. And you also see this blue glow. And you don't know what that is until like the very end. And I definitely love how they kept this thing a secret where where we don't even know what's going on with them. Right. And they have more in common than they think. And, you know, I think that the introduction to them is really great. What about you guys? 
Go ahead, Matt. Oh, yeah, I thought that was a, a great opening scene because you do see something go down the drain pipe. Um, yes. um, but you're not quite sure what it is at the beginning. You see it go down and the film just carries on. They wake up and like, what, where are we? What the hell was this? And yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's a great opening, a great opening when it kind of shackles around the angles and that's when it all sort of kicks off as to be like, what's going on. And when I watched that for the first time, like it was just like, oh shit. Like, especially that room as well. <laughs> that room feels so cold. Like, right. like the, the team that made that room, the way, the way it was, did so well. Yeah. I thought that too. Um, yeah, the room, the way it was was done. I mean, it looked filthy, filthy. I I I could smell it, you know. I'm looking at just the mm -hmm. nastiness of it, and they're on that nasty floor. But at some point, you know, when we get to a point to where they find the notes in their pocket with the tape, you know, and Adam finds that, and when he puts it in, you know, you hear. I think that's the first time we hear Jigsaw, and and telling him about the game. And that was just exciting because another thing that's creepy is just him on the little tricycle and, and you know, yeah. and just that whole situation. But hearing his voice for the first time, you're excited because the game has begun. Now we're getting ready to play the game. And then I think his name is Lawrence also, you know, finds the, the note in his pocket and they're going back and forth over, you know, it's time to hear Lawrence's, you know, um, uh, tape and what what jigsaw says to him so i was just excited to see where the game was going to go um and, and especially when you find out about lawrence's how he starts telling the story of you know how he thinks he he got here and who did it right and i definitely like how they don't trust each other at first either because right. we don't trust them either right and they're like well who are you well i don't know oh well next he goes look we have to start trusting each other or else we're going to wind up turning against each other right and so that's when they decide i'm going to turn on the tape recorder and so they realize oh allison is the doctor's wife and if he, she, she's killed off at a certain time it's now going to be on them not on right. jigsaw himself Right. And, and let's not forget the body on the floor, you know, where right. we find out that this guy, you know, couldn't, you know, take it and shot himself in the head. So we just have that body laying there on the floor. Right. Because he was breathing in uh, toxins and yes. stuff and he could just yes. couldn't take it anymore. So yes. therefore he decided to kill himself rather than right. suffer, suffocate. Did you guys so, think anything of that when you saw the body? I mean, did you did you think that maybe he was alive or did you take it that, OK, he, he blew his head off? I, didn't first. I just thought it was just a dead dude right I, yeah i it was so cleverly it was so cleverly written that movie that i just literally thought it was just a dead dude like, right. like they had me fooled but we get to that at the end oh like, of course yeah. right. <laughs> but i also thought the same thing too i'm like i thought this was just a dead guy just laying there because and it was just another victim to jigsaw right. so this goes to but he was also showing intimidation by doing that and be like oh, okay so this guy already killed somebody and now they're the next two victims who may not even make it out of this room either just like how they are they're going to be the next dead person in this room with him right so that's what i took it as is like intimidation before right. anything so that's how i took that i but mean I've, then... I've seen worse in a truck stop bathroom to be honest but you know <laughs> when you need to go you need to go <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> 
But yeah, Adam finds a bag containing two hacksaws inside the toilet. Both men try to go through their chains, but Adam's saw breaks. Gordon realizes that his saws are not intended to be chains, but to cut off their feet, but identifies their captor as the jigsaw killer, a serial killer testing the victim's will will to survive through lethal traps referred to as games, whom Gordon knows about because he was once a suspect. So, you know, this thing to me, when we actually see this being played out right. and stuff like that, is like, okay, so he's also saying, well, well, you know, who, you will know all about Jigsaw, so you must be the one who's actually doing these murders right. since you're since you were the one who knows him. Right. And he goes, no, I just know of him, but I don't know him. Right. And like Matt said earlier, there, Jigsaw's not killing you people. You're responsible for your own faith. Right. And everything because you're the one who's killing your own self. Right. All he's doing is giving the tools to try and survive with and seeing what you will do. So right. basically, you're a test test rat to see what right. you're going to do. Right. So, you know, that's something that I thought about as well. But then, you know, when they're digging through, seeing the saws and everything too, I'm like, I don't know if I would actually put my hands through the toilet. Oh and my again, gosh! When he did that, oh my oh. god! Because it, it's. <laughs> They did such a good job just on, on the scenery yeah. of that freaking room. So when you see the toilet, I, you know, I'm there's nothing else you can think. Like he's digging and shit and it's disgusting. And you like I said, you could smell it. And but I'm thinking, okay, there's something, maybe there's something down there. You know, maybe there's a key or something down there, you know. And then when he finds nothing, and then you know, of course, ends up finding where the saws are, it's just kind of uh and and I kept focusing on his hand. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like putting my hand down my own toilet, let alone. You know. I've got to have like the big yellow glove, uh, like the latex glove. And I, I don't like doing it when I've got a glove on. Right. <laughs> you know? I can see myself though, like if this like 2020, hey, look, Jigsaw, yeah, look. Mm. Do you have any antibacterial uh, yeah, right. hand sanitizer? Right. right. <laughs> Do you have a mask? Oh, good fucking Lord. Just take, mm. just, just. Just get the fucking saws. I could just see him like in the in yeah. the room. Like, I would look, just, I, I would just end my shit right there. You've been Yeah. How disheartening though that they're like trying to saw these chains off, you know, and you know when you see them, it's not gonna work. But just the, how desperate they are, you know, and and just you know the the you know Gordon, not Lawrence, but Gordon, you know how. He's really frantic. He's really thinking that he can get through this chain. And, and of course he can't. And that was just, you know, still like, how, how are we going to get, how is he going to get out of here? Right. And the shock on his face is like, he doesn't want us to go through the chains. Yeah. Yeah. He wants us to go through our feet. Right. And I'm like, oh shit. Right. And I'm like, how am I going to, and I'm, I'm like, I'm going to just die here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause I mean, to, to get to that point to where you're going to, you know, saw your 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 foot off. I mean, would you stay oh. there? Would you do it? <laughs> as soon as he puts on that song, I've been just vibing the whole time to the point where I'll just die. <laughs> but uh, five months prior, Gordon, while uh, uh, discussing the terminal brain cancer of patient John Kramer, was in t- uh, intra- indicted by detectives David Tapp and Stephen Singh, who found his uh, pin light at the scene of one of Jigsaw's games. Gordon's alibi cleared him, but he agreed to view the testimony of heroin addict Amanda Young, the only known survivor of one of Jigsaw's traps, who had been forced to kill in 
disembowel a man to obtain a key to free yourself from a perverse bear trap strapped to her face. But let's talk about the other trap first before the bear trap, because it actually shows you this guy who's basically his sin is overeating. Right. So, so basically Jigsaw's game is to cleanse him of his sins. Right. And I love how they go into the game aspect of it. It has those kind of cutscenes like you got from House on Haunted Hill back in the yeah. early 2000s for that remake, and then also to the 13 Ghosts that you also had, yep. which is also another remake. Another awesome one, yes. Yeah. yeah that, was awesome like a, one. that was like a razor-wire maze, yeah. wasn't it? Like yes, a it the, 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 the guy was in. Yeah, that was quite cool. And the time that and, he had, yeah. that that three, was it three three minutes he had to get through that, you know, and like you said, they go back and show him trying to get through it and the fact that he cut major arteries, which just, ooh, it was gruesome. I mean, everywhere you look, yeah, everywhere you look, there was razors and you see him just going at it, trying to get out of there, just how desperate he was. But yeah, that one hurt. Yeah, That was an awesome one. That that reminds me of the, um, I know we jump into like Saw 2, but that reminds me of the needle pit. In saw two, like that's one of those mm. other ones. Oh, yeah. But the, that whole razor wire at the, in saw one, though, I I freak out when I get a paper cut. I think I'm bleeding out. Like, I'm <laughs> right. bleeding out. I've got a paper cut. Like, right. Um, yeah. So I'm a bit of a pussy when it comes to stuff like that. So like um, so that freaks me. Anything like razor wires or, or barbed wire or yeah, for that. I'm the same way, dude. Like sometimes at work, I I don't realize I'm cutting boxes, and all of a sudden I'm like, shit, I got a paper cut. And I actually do work in supply, so I'll just go in and grab a band aid from the shelf. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> but I panic over. I'm like, oh shit, I'm bleeding. And yeah, I'm I'm pretty much the same way you are though with that. Yeah, but, I'm bleeding out. But you know what though? I like how small and confined that space is to the point where it makes it more challenging for the guy to try to get through that blade, those blades and everything. Right. And that's the thing I have to say. It's challenging because of the fact of how compact it is. And then Danny Glover and them are over there trying to break the scene down. And I like how they break the scene down while also letting us as the audience view this and see how dangerous Jigsaw actually is. And seeing how there how he takes down his victims by not actually taking down his victims, but yeah. allowing the victims to take down themselves. Right. You know, and then him and his partner is like, well, you do know that there's pieces of this guy everywhere. And he's like, then that's when we get that scene. But I also like how they found the pen, the light from the doctor, right. and they interview him. I'm like, well, we know that you didn't do this, but you want to go ahead and see what Amanda has to say about this. And this, and so, anyways, she's like, Yeah, I was actually one of Jigsaw's uh, survivors. Um, I had a, I, I was addicted to drugs, heroin, uh, nothing was working, and he, he saved my life. I'm like, So you have stalker syndrome, is what I was thinking. Well, yeah, because I, I mean, that. he he obviously, you know, she she, you know, values her life more. She's not going to put another needle in her arm. So of course, you know, John did, you know, or Jigsaw did help her in that way. But just to see what she went through with that mm-hmm. jawbreaker, you know, on her face, yeah. and the fact that she got through it, and and then the craziness of the body that's laying there, and you know, the body didn't look like it was dead. So you have a feeling that. This guy is just knocked out. That's what I thought. But when he starts to wake up, 
it's 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 crazy because the look on his uh, on his face as he's looking at her and she's just you got to do it you know in order to get that thing off and when she goes ham on the body and you see her pulling the bowels out and finding a key and take it off it was just that whole scene was freaking amazing it was an amazing scene the way it was shot Everything was really cool. And then the guy's body, what was he like pumped up with drugs? So he couldn't feel it anyways, but he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. He was paralyzed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that whole scene, like you said, was incredible. (laughs) So good. And it's one of those movies, like if you see it for the first time, it's one, it's that scene that sticks in your mind. And that's what you want when you come out of a horror movie. You want to be like, oh shit, that's on my mind. Right. And that's, oh, it's good. Right. You know, if you walk out of a horror movie and think, ah, it's forgettable, you don't really remember anything, you think it's, it's not good. But you you, you remember that because it's yes. so much Definitely, because this movie definitely sticks with you afterwards to the point where it's like, you know what, I need to see that again because I might have missed something from it. And like yes. we all said, you know, you can always pick up something new with this film right. and things like that because you don't, because, yeah, you've seen it, but you want to see the pieces that maybe that you missed that didn't stand out you know what i mean you know after that winds up happening and we actually see amanda going into the guy's stomach just to try to survive right and it's like oh my god so you have to end somebody's life in order for you to survive right and it's just crazy coming out on that tricycle that's when you see him coming out and having that that conversation with her basically you know, she won, she did it, you know, she can leave. But that scene, when you see him fully, that was also, that's another thing that made that scene awesome was you see him coming from the shadows and just watching him pedal. It was creepy as hell. It was absolutely creepy. Mm-hmm. You see Billy the Puppet for the first time. Yes, you do. Yes, you yeah. do. And I like how Billy the Puppet is not just a mascot, but he's a character yeah. in his own self. Yes. So yes, too. So yes. he made, they made it more than what he was supposed to be, and that's something that I really like. Those little that little small detail, right, in there. Uh, but yeah, so Tap and Sing later found Jigsaw's warehouse using a videotape from Amanda's game, and I like how he's just sitting there over analyzing the tape, and his partner's about to leave. He goes, "Look, man, do you need a girlfriend or something? Right, right. Because all you're doing is over here playing the tape so again. So I guess you can say once." Danny Glover is not too old for this shit because he's still being a cop. <laughs> right. So Lisa Weapon. <laughs> right. So he's finally playing the tape over and over again. His partner is like, he goes, hey, hey, come back over here. He goes, why? He goes, look, see those? He goes, yeah, but that's a gang related thing that happened about a couple of blocks away. How is this linked? Because that warehouse, it looks familiar. They go right. back over to it. That's where they find the that's where they find it. I like that little key element of him being the detective and trying to put stuff together while also too, you also are being stuck in this one room scenario with the other guys though, too, with Adam and, and also the doctor. Right. So I like how we have two, it's not just a one room scenario anymore. Now we actually have an investigation going on during this. So it has like a seven kind of vibe with it though, too. And we also have, don't forget Zepp. You know, we also have Zepp in this. That's another yeah. protagonist in this as well. And he plays a major part because, you know, he's he's the one that actually, you know, holds, you know, uh, Gordon's wife and child hostage until, 
you know, Gordon finishes or one of them, Adam or Gordon finishes the game. So at first I was kind of confused because, you know, when we first saw Zepp, he was the orderly at the hospital when uh, okay. Gordon was, you know, giving a lecture to, the, to the, the, the young students. And so I remember when they showed him, obviously there's something about him, you know? And so when we see him again and realize that he's, he's a part of this, I thought, you know, first time watching it, oh, he must work with Jigsaw. Like this must be him working with Jigsaw. And then of course, later on, we find out why, wh what his involvement in this whole situation was. But man, his, his, his storyline was also just, it was awesome because you're trying to figure out who was that watching them when they find, you know, the camera behind the mirror, you know? Right. And so, yeah, so we have that going on as well because you're thinking it's Jigsaw, but yeah. That's something that I like, though, too, is the two-way mirror. Yes. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. Sorry. No, I was going to say that's a very good point. Um, yeah, that is a good point because, you know, I think the biggest pet peeve with Kramer was is the fact that the doctor was talking in terms as a patient versus right. the actual person's name. Right. He respected, uh, what was the uh, character's name that you just mentioned? Zap. Zap. Yeah. He, uh, I think he respected him more because of the fact he acknowledged him by his name versus right. it being, oh, patient number one or patient right. number two or John Doe. Right. He's like, wow, this guy actually is, thinks about, his, even though he's not a patient and everything, right. and this doctor kind of just shrugs him off. The orderly cares more about the patient than the right. doctor does. Right. And, he, and then he's like, oh, yeah, the orderlies, they have very good communication skills with the patients. I'm like, and apparently you don't. Your bedside manner sucks. One star review. Right. Oh. That's why you're in that basement or that 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 warehouse change up. Exactly. Um, but yeah, but then uh Jigsaw enters tap and escapes. Singer pursued Jigsaw down a hallway, but in doing so, accidentally triggered a shotgun trap, which killed him. Oh, man, that is fucking awesome. Oh, man. man. I that, love that. That was awesome when you see him approach. And you yeah. see that wire, and I'm like, stop! Please say you're gonna stop. Please say you're gonna stop and look because you know you're in a house. Of, you're in a, a house of traps. You know, you walked in on the trap, and when he hits that, and just the rain of shotgun bullets that hits him. Yeah, that is Kevin McAllister. Wow. Bullshit. That yeah. was. <laughs> yes. That is some homophobic <laughs> <like>, shit. <laughs> Yeah, that I agree he with. Did. He did. Yeah. But when you see the doctor being chained to that mechanism and stuff like that, too, and you see the two drill bits, we only see a this oh, is right. not this is before we actually get all the traps from the other movies. Right. But you can actually see where John's mind is going and the direction that it's going in. Right. But you see these two drills, it's like, oh shit, is this thing gonna start up as soon as they because I was thinking in my mind, John wanted them to find him. Yeah. And then as soon as yeah. they and then I thought it was going to start up, and I for, and it's been a long time since I've seen this movie, so I was thinking, oh, this thing is going to start up, yeah. and yeah. it doesn't. It wasn't meant for them to find him. It was right. meant for him to have test him. But uh, then you wind up seeing this one scene, this scene play out where uh, Jigsaw winds up slashing, um, slashing his throat, Dane Glover's right. throat, taps his throat. Yeah. 
And I'm like, oh shit. Like I remember the first time I seen him, I said, no, not Danny Glover. Not Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I that that happened. That's what's so awesome about it is I haven't seen it in so long. It was right. like, it was new to me, you know? So when that happened, I was like, oh shit. They yeah. killed him, you know? Because That's I forgot I that he had it. Yeah. Yeah, I was like that when Donald Glover met his maker. Danny Glover. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, like they brought a big a big actor into this movie, like it's low budget movie. And exactly. like, they killed him off early. It was like, oh, they're not playing. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. But because yeah, that, I really but did. Yeah. I got invested into the detective storyline and I got attached to those detectives. And then when you see him then die, it's like, yeah. oh shit. So they're not even gonna make this out of out alive either. Right. So you now think you're fearful for the detectives. The end, and you think they're going to go on to the end, find Jigsaw, but no, mm-hmm. like, say that other one runs into a shotgun trap, which is so good. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the best. And, and Donald, Donald Glover gets his uh, throat cut. So, yeah, right. it's nuts. And then you realize, you know, when they show him after his, you know, after that scene and, you know, you 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 go to present day and you realize, okay, this is what happened. And you see that he, you know, he did survive. but they show him in his apartment. He's obsessed, really, with finding Jigsaw. He's been put off of the, you know, the the police force. So now he's just like a one-man army that's trying to figure out who this guy is and just his walls being covered with just articles. And, I mean, he's been looking for this guy for years, for years. So, yeah. And he's also thinking that the doctor is still the suspect of yes, it. So he, he got Adam... That he paid Adam to right. see if he was actually him, but instead he met uh the doctor was just in a sleazy hotel having an affair with the wife right. and the, the the student. Right, with the student, and you know, and he goes, Well, I wasn't trying to get uh pictures of you with that. I was trying to actually see if you were gonna be the killer or not. So right. that's not my fault on that, but take a look at these. Right. And <laughs> so he winds up going, he goes, Well, since you know so much about me, how do you know? Then all of a sudden he takes where the saw blades were and tosses them right. out and goes, Look, look at these. Right. I'm like, but you are kind of like a shitty photographer because there's nothing <laughs> to indicate that. Right, <laughs> you were having sex at a sleazy hotel. But in your did, own word, he did have a picture, though. That's true. That the one picture yeah. that he was like, Gordon, who's that? Who is at your house? Because someone's at your house. Because he sees someone in that window standing there, you know. And then we go to Zep, you know, and we mm-hmm. find out that you know we see Zep, and we see that he's been sitting at the computer in Doctor Gordon's house. The, mm-hmm. the the wife and the daughters in the other room who he has you know just you know tied up and then his story then we really get to see his story and he 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 he's seen more often than not but he I think the time you know it ends up being six o'clock and Adam's like our time's up yep because, and then Gordon okay. goes to yeah. kill you know the 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 wife and and the kid. But once the once the wife to call up, you know, Gordon and let him know your time's up. Exactly. And he goes, these are the rules. It's rules are rules. Right. And, you know, another, this is also another thing he does, though, that I think that was kind of uh, that he does. This is what he does. He winds up watching them through the camera. 
Right. I mean, because remember the two-way mirror, because right. this asshole's watching us. Right. Uh uh uh. You can't see me. You right. can't. And so he's like toying with them. At, right. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I definitely like the six o'clock rule. Was like, look, yeah. it's six o'clock. That's the rule. You didn't make it in time. I got to kill you. And this is where basically seeing that Gordon has still not killed Adam, moves to murder Allison and Diana, but Allison frees it herself and fights him. The struggle of attracts Tap's attention, and he saves mm-hmm. Allison and Diana before chasing Zepp to the source, where he is shot in the chest after a brief fight. Gordon, only aware of gunshots and screaming, and sh- is shocked and loses reach on his cell phone. In desperation, he saws off his foot and shoots mm-hmm. Adam. Uh-huh. With the corpse revolver. Right. When he shot Adam, I was like, and then he's explaining, like, I'm sorry, these are the rules. Like, like you literally have to play by the rules. There is no going around it. You have to, because there are other traps that are in the works if you don't play by the rules. So when that happens and he's just going ham and cutting off his, you know, his, his foot and shooting Adam, you're thinking, okay, it's done with, we're, we're done. And then we have... Zep who shows up. Right. And not, speaking of not cutting corners, and I'll get uh, what Matt mm-hmm. wants and uh, thinks about that too. But remember, they were going to act like that they were getting, uh, like they, that he was breathing in chemicals or no, he gave him the shot to kill himself with. And so he was like acting like he was pulling oh, the, 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 the cigarette that he oh, gave yeah. him. That's bad, right. Bad acting, right? Like, that was horrible. Right. That was horrible. <laughs> and I'm then like, what are all you of a sudden he gets do? shot. Yeah. Right. Like, dude, but yeah, that did happen. We did miss that. That did happen. Right. Yeah. Nobody's buying that. Nobody's buying that no. when he was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then we realized that their, their, their leg irons actually. Or have shock. There's a they they can be shocked by that that leg iron. Something's in that that causes them to be shocked. Right. What did you think of those couple of scenes, though, Matt? Uh, that we were talking about. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Everything that Rossi and 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 you just said, I echo it one hundred percent. The whole thing where he shoots him and then goes to cut off his foot. I think that is the scene that made me probably hold my ankle for about three days like, it's like that scene, you know it's like that scene in misery isn't it like that scene in misery oh where she, shoot right yeah yeah and you're holding your ankle yes. and you're like oh shit yes uh, yeah that that was very much that was very much like that i was right. like you know um i was like you know if jigsaw had a foot fetish all he had to do was ask you know <laughs> and, um but yeah, I, I um but the whole yeah, we dipped the um the cigarette in the blood and then changed the cigarette over and then threw it over to him and he did the whole fake out like dying thing, which was really bad. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, nah. Um but didn't he throw the wallet over to him first? With yeah, the he threw the wallet over right, to him yes. first. Yeah, the yes. wallet the wallet with the picture of the, the wife and the kid. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because Adam was actually keeping it a secret because he didn't want him to panic or anything like right. that either. Right. Yeah. So, but when desperation happens and your wife's in trouble, what are you going to do? Cut your foot. You're going to saw off that foot. You <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and Tarantino's going to be like, "This motherfucker be spitting because he has a foot fetish." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 
But anyways, he finds another oh thing, which reveals Zip was another victim of Jigsaw, fooling, <laughs> following rules to obtain an antidote for a slow-acting poison in his body. The corpse in his room rises, and it turns out to be John Kramer, who wow. is the real Jigsaw killer. John tells Adam that he that the key to his chain was in the bathtub. It went down the drain when Adam had first awoken and calls him a dumbass. I mean, and drained the water. And and Adam attempts (laughs) to uh, shoot John with Zep's gun. But John electrically shocks him through his chain as he exits the bathroom. John says, game over. Before uh, (laughs) Salvador, leaving Adam to die. Oh, man, when he, well, first of all, when, when Gordon was like, I got to go, I got to go, I got to get his help, or else we're going to bleed to death. And and poor Adam's like, just don't leave me, just stay here, you know, he just saved Gordon from being killed by Zep. So, you know, he has to, Gordon has to go. But when, when Kramer stands up, and just, it looked like he was being reborn. I mean, like a birth, like a baby, like just a way that he he was all he peels a thing off of his head and his eyes are like kind of closed and he's trying to open him up to adjust to the light and he just kind of looks over at Adam and is like you know the keys in the bathtub and then you reflect and realize oh shit earlier mm-hmm. the key went down the drain and poor Adam when he leaves him in there I, oh my gosh it was I think that was even more scary than any other scene because you know in your mind he's dying in there He's dead. He's dead. And it's dark and he's dead and he's still chained up. I definitely felt that same way though too, Rossi. Because, you know, I was thinking to myself the whole time too that Adam's basically a weakest link in a sense. Right. Because he's way too weak. He's all in it for himself. He doesn't care about anything but himself. Jigsaw just cannot stand someone like that. Right. So I was thinking the doctor was actually the stronger one, despite some of the infidelities that he has. He knew to sacrifice himself for the good of his family so he can have another chance with his family. Right. And that's where why he won the game. But him but him being locked inside that room and everything, man, that was just that gave me I'm effort. I have goosebumps right now just thinking about it. Yeah. But him rising up like a phoenix from the ashes and then him. Just yeah. ripping his, oh my God. I'm like, you mean to tell me he's, you, that's how you knew that they were fool, fooling around whenever they did that whole entire fake death thing. Right. That's how you knew that whole time? That whole time um, he was in there. That was a great the twist. The whole time, the whole time, knowing that, that Gordon saw his leg off, the whole time. I mean, he's he was laying there and it was just, yeah, the whole time. Great ending. I was like, please make more. Me too. You know, please and make did. more. <laughs> and did they make more? <laughs> Ten movies. Man, man right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that whole scenario where it all comes full circle, like at the beginning of the film, the key goes down the plug hole. And then at the end, it's explained that the key to get him out is now gone. Right. So it all comes full circle. Um, fat, it's such an it's one of those twists again. Like I'm referring back to what I was saying when you leave the theater or you finish watching a movie and a twist sticks with you. Like there's multiple scenes in that movie that stay with you. You know, like the disemboweling scene to get the key yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Like that, and and there's just loads of scenes in that film that stick with me. Even the um, 
you know, the scene with the, oh, what's it called? A stethoscope, where, like, the heartbeat, which got a gun to the girl's head. Yeah. She's got a stethoscope, uh, you know. Stuff like that is it's crazy. But, yeah, that whole, like you say, that whole rebirth, like, new rebirth scene at the end. Phew, so good. And then when he shut, it shuts the door at the end. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, so good. So effective. I loved it. It yes, is. I did. It really I did is. Love it. Absolutely. I had I had some notes. I had um because remember there's only like a certain how how many people survived Jigsaw in the first one. So you had Allison, Gordon, and that survived? Zap. Didn't he? No, no, Zep, no, no, Zap Zep, didn't. Zep didn't. Zep didn't. But no. it, oh, Amanda, Amanda, Allison, and Gordon. Yeah. They survived the game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Up until that that first one, yeah. I agree. Yeah, but yeah, it's just so good. And plus the theme, the music as well. The da 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 da. Yes. Like, oh my god, it just makes it so effective. It really yeah. does. And you know what? I actually played the PlayStation Two video game of this. Did you really? Yes, I decided to buy the PlayStation Two game or the oh, PlayStation Three game at the time. Right. And the cool thing is, you can actually walk on the board. And you can tilt the your PlayStation 3 remote in the direction so that way you're not having to fall off there. Okay. And then also, to, and I wouldn't be surprised if Dead by Daylight took some notes from this with okay. the heartbeat rate because whenever a killer is coming after you and you're a survivor, your heartbeat beats really fast. Okay. So I thought that was actually a pretty cool thing that they have on Dead by Daylight. I also played that when I used to play that all the time. That part relaxation and comfort. <laughs> but anyways, but, you know, this was also a short film at one time, and then they broke it into a, a big movie and everything, too. So James Wan is hands down one of my favorite uh, horror directors, aside from Wes Craven. Right. Um, but I think he's on his way to being that number one spot for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I recommend this. If, if people haven't seen this, which I'd be amazed if you haven't seen it, even if you don't like horror films, I mean, this is one that, that that's you have to watch. It's really good. It's it's relevant. Obviously, we watched it today, and it was like seeing it for the first time. And then they have what ten? Are, are there ten yeah. now? Yeah, ten of them now. And and you know, there were some that weren't that great, but you want to see all of them. I enjoyed all of them. Saw ten is back on form. It's so good. Wow. It's it's set between the first and the second, and it's so good. <laughs> hey, Alex. Oh. <laughs> this movie must be uh, the plot twist, though. Dude, you need to do a reaction to you reacting to that, the ending to this, because I would love to see your reaction on your channel. That would be hilarious. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything, so you guys go and see it when you can. Oh, definitely. Okay. I, definitely. I definitely will. Yes, and happening. For anyone that's wanting to check this out for the very first time, it's streaming on Hulu now. They have all yes. the Saw movies right. on Hulu. Of course, I actually own them too, but I was too <laughs> lazy to break out the DVD player. Um, <laughs> so you guys can go ahead, stream that out there. Um, matter of fact, the Crop Top Critic, a.k.a. Alex, will be with me tomorrow night doing our review of Halloween at yes. 9 o'clock p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, and that will be also 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
But uh, you guys, you got, guys, yeah. Have you, got, have you guys got a favorite trap in general out of the franchise? Which um, mine is the one where they rips the person's chest open. Like you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, the rib cage, the rib cage in Saw Three, the rib cage one. That's yeah, um. Gosh, I can't think of. So I'm gonna go back to the um, the 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 nail pit. Yeah. The nail pit, just for I, I yeah, the nail pit. Oh uh, yeah, the syringes. The, yeah, oh, the syr- syringes. Yes, yes, yeah. the syringes. Yes, the syringes. Yeah, that's vile. That's yeah, that vile. yeah, that was nasty. Was, that was oh, really nasty. Yeah, that's saw two, saw three with the the angel of death, which is the the rib cage gets ripped open. Yeah, okay. uh, she's got to try and get the key from the acid, right? Uh, yeah. A glass oh. of acid. She's trying to get the key out, and her, yeah, just yeah, I love that. And I feel bad I'm for Fort a- Chester and Lincoln Park though too. He was not safe from Jigsaw either. No, no. God but rest. I'm definitely going to go back and watch yeah. the other ones. Me too. Yeah. This makes me want to do a rewatch. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just grind them out. Even though hey, I just well, before Saw 10. So <laughs> <laughs> whenever you guys get the chance, go to the theater and go see it because you'll love it. Absolutely. Right. No, that's def- definitely, definitely one to watch that. traps in this one that are going to make you go, oh, shit. Like, it's that good. <laughs> like, so, yeah. I'm not saying any saying anymore because I don't want to spoil it. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But so we're gonna jump over to Rossi since uh, we have Captain Spoiler. Um, just kidding, just kidding, man. Uh, but no, um, Ross, do you have anything coming out as far as your shows go or anything like that? Yes, on um, October 18th, which is a Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, I have the Multiverse of Geekdom and Trust. They're going to join me, and we're going to discuss the Assassin's Assassin's Creed franchise and where we are now. I just got the game. Guys, I've been playing it, so I'll let you know about uh, that. Also, on October 25th, I'm going to have actress Kristen Duff. She's going to come back, and we're going to review her film that she starred in with Eric Roberts called Curse. It's a horror film, so we're going to do that on the 25th at um, 4.30 Pacific Standard Time. Oh, fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Second time on the show. She loves it, so... First time I interviewed her, this time she's coming back and we're going to review her film with Eric Roberts. Which actress is that? Uh, Kristen Duff. Oh, lovely. Very yes, nice. yes. That's fantastic. Thank you, thank you. I'll subscribe. But, yeah. I will subscribe to your YouTube channel. I appreciate that. Rossi Talks, please. And definitely, I will definitely subscribe to yours if I haven't already. John's been, John always gives us a, uh, what what the channels of uh, guys yeah, to follow on YouTube, TikTok? Below. Yeah, so we so appreciate if you guys that. are dropping down anything, you guys don't have to worry about that. That's been taken care of for you. Just copy and paste. That's all you have to do. Right. Um, but Matt, man, um, it's always a pleasure to have you here. But do you have anything going on? I know you do a lot of Instagram lives and things like that over there. But do you have anything special coming out or anything or any other guest appearances? Uh, there might be a couple. There might be a couple with uh, the actress Amber Doig Throne, who was in Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. She'll be coming back to one of my live streams soon. And um, yeah, I've got a few lined up. Hopefully, David Howard Fulton. I'm just waiting on an email back from his PR company. So that's going to be really, really cool. So 
Plus his yeah. fingers and toes. <laughs> yeah, like 100%. So, yeah, it really. And I'm still doing yeah. my, my my quad cinema poster collecting and framing up. And so, yeah. His stuff is like a museum in a movie theater, but in an apartment setting. It, uh, his stuff is wow. fire. I'm just going to wow. say that. Wow. Um, but, you know, uh, I am going to be doing a Nightmare on Elm Street ranking with my good friend Soda um, next week. And we're going to talk about all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. We're going to rank them. Uh, and yeah, we're gonna have a good time doing that, but yeah, spooky season is here, and this is not the and I watch horror movies all the time, but I just yeah. love this. It's Halloween is just the perfect time to be Absolutely. able to just have some gore in your life, right? <laughs> oh. Right, <laughs> anyways, guys, this is gonna be it as far as the show goes. I hope that you guys enjoy this show. Don't forget to follow uh Matt, don't forget to, of course, follow Rossi. She's gonna be on this channel as well with her show and everything, too. And with that being said, guys, that's gonna be it for tonight. And I hope everyone has a great and spooky night. Bye bye.